All right. Good evening, my fellow Americans. I am Harry S. Truman. I'm just kidding. I am Mr. Henson, but I'll be playing that role today. Uh, I'm going to be joined by Mr. Meisler and Mr. Guthrie. And today we are going to walk through the decision to drop the atomic bomb. Um, before debating that, it's important to note that we're not going to get super deep into the morality of dropping a weapon that can kill hundreds of thousands of people. Um, what we're going to be focusing on today is was this justified? Was this our last resort? Did we explore all other options? Uh, to look at that conversation today, that's pretty much exactly what we're looking at um, at the end of the war. It's the same situation Harry Truman is dealing with. He wants to explore all the options before he drops this bomb. Is it the right thing to do? Um, so just to make sure I'm making the right decision, I'm joined by my two closest advisors today. Uh, Mr. Meisler is going to be our anti-bomb guy, and Mr. Guthrie is going to be our pro-bomb. Um, they're going to be both walk me through their sides of this real quick and uh, not real quick. Um, then we'll make a decision. So first things first. What is our current situation? Um, why do we need to drop this bomb on Japan? Well, currently the Nazis have surrendered. So we are fighting a one front war against Japan in the Pacific, which we have been fighting since December 7th, 1941, when they bombed. Pearl Harbor. Um, currently, we control all of the islands in the Pacific. Through our island hopping campaign, we have been successful. And currently, we are conducting air raids onto the island of Japan at the moment. That is the current military situation as it stands. Now, Mr. President, why should we drop the bomb? We, as I've said, have been fighting in the Pacific for three hard, long years. Okay. We have had to send Marines into these islands where the Japanese have been entrenched and have fought literally to the last man. Their refusal to surrender and their defensive tactics that they used on these islands that they aren't even accustomed to being at any more than we are, leads me to believe that they will fight even harder on their homeland, even have a better defense than what we've seen on these islands. Okay? We've already lost thousands of men, good Marines, that's had to storm these islands, go into these deep trenches within these islands to root out the Japanese to the very last man. It is my belief that they will refuse to surrender and that it will continue to drawn out the war <clears throat> even longer. That's okay. my personal belief. Those are some good options on the table. Um, other options? Well, Mr. President, we don't have many options. I know you said you didn't want to hear about the ethics and morality of the bomb, uh, but I do think that needs to be in consideration when it comes to the actual bomb. Uh, a land invasion, while it might be difficult, might be the best option as to limit the casualties that are not military targets. Uh, we cannot forget that we're not at war with the Japanese people, but rather the Japanese government. Uh, it is not the people that we're trying to attack. I am also afraid that if we go ahead and drop this bomb, that we might be showing our hand to Russia. While we don't necessarily want them to know that we have this just yet, from my opinion, um, only because it will be, this technology will eventually get out. It will spread, that is the nature of military technology. 
uh, and you don't necessarily want to reveal it too early so that way it doesn't spread too early. Uh, and as he said, it is a war, one front war now. Uh, we have one in Europe. I don't necessarily see the need in dropping such a massive bomb when we can just refocus our forces in Japan from Europe. Uh, the war is almost over. The Russians are moving in from the north. We can move in from the south. Japan will lose, regardless of if we drop the bomb or not. Um, and if we drop the bomb, especially on civilian targets, uh, what is the implication of America as a country if we do something like that? Uh, if this technology spreads out, we don't necessarily want this to be used against us in a similar manner. Um, while we might spend more American lives with a land invasion, I ultimately think for our reputation abroad and who we are as a country, we should not drop the nuclear bomb. Okay. So I would like to remind you that I am, while I'm the commander in chief of our troops, I am not the commander in chief of Japanese civilians and I am responsible for protecting our army not necessarily responsible for protecting Japanese lives. Um, so casualty counts, if we are looking at an invasion of Japan, how many American soldiers are we looking at losing? We're looking at an estimated millions, millions of American soldiers' lives, okay? We're talking about uh, having to storm their home, okay? Launch a amphibious assault. We saw how deadly D-Day was, and we're gonna have to do the same thing against an even harsher foe, so to speak. OK, so, you know, my thought is this, Mr. President, you know, ask you this. At what point, while I do sympathize with the Japanese civilians and it is unfortunately a casualty of war. At what point do you put Japanese civilian lives over American soldier lives? Right? And he's talking about Russia. Yes, Russia is moving into the east. They are coming into uh, and, and starting to declare war on Japan or hopefully they promise us that. Hopefully they follow through with that promise. We know how distrustworthy the, the Russians can be. Okay? But um, launching this bomb is going to prove to the world that America is the global superpower. When we have this type of technology and we can demonstrate that to the world, it only shows the world how powerful we are. And it sets us up after the war. We remember World War I and we went to isolation and that didn't work. Now we can be the global superpower and we can be the leader of world events through the demonstration of this bomb. And frankly, Mr. President, I don't trust the Russians. I don't want them gaining any more territory than they already have. They've already got all of Eastern Europe in their pocket. We saw that with uh, the fall of Berlin. I don't want them also having Eastern Europe, all of Russia, and now parts of Asia as well. The faster we end the war and demonstrate our power to the world, the better off America will be. I agree, I have the same goal. I would like to end this war as quickly as possible with the surrender from Japan. What are the odds that they might surrender to the Russians if they don't surrender to us? Surrender to the Russians? I have no idea what the Russians and the Japanese have going on. Okay. Right, now, right now, the Russians have not declared war on them right now. They technically aren't at war, but they promised us that they would declare war at the Yalta conference. Right, right. That when you spoke with them, no, well, they promised to make good on that after our first bomb. Yes. So whether or not they do, again, you know, I don't trust the Russians or Joseph Stalin. Okay. Here's what I would like. Again, if we're going to explore every option, let's start with the most simplest one: surrender. 
Um, Ask them for a flat surrender. It has come back to me that the emperor of Japan is already ready for a surrender with one condition. He would like to remain the figurehead and the emperor of the country. Walk me through the pros and cons of that. This is the same emperor that promised us they wouldn't attack us. And then later that day, I believe, then launched the most devastating attack on American soil. Am I correct in that, Mr. President? That is correct. I think I've said my piece on that. Well, Mr. President, if he is already, we have to realize the emperor, although in name and in, uh, in reality does have a ton of power, Japan is not ruled strictly by the emperor. Uh, we have to remember Tojo and the military generals who are actually calling the shots when it comes to uh, their offensive. So I do think we do need to use the emperor against the Japanese military establishment for that purpose. They revere him as a god. So regardless if he doesn't have a ton of power, we can use his voice to then quiet down the people to where they're not fighting constantly. Uh, because these people will not give up unless the emperor tells them to give up. Uh, so I think we need to, to keep that as a serious thing. Uh, and who's to say the emperor would be willing to give up if we ended up hurting civilians and hurting people who are caught up in the nuclear bombs. Um, and as my colleague said earlier, that to demonstrate our power, we have already demonstrated our power. We are one of the top uh, powers in the world. As of now, we've won in Europe. We will win in Japan. So I just don't think the bomb is necessary right now. Uh, I think we can do this a different way. Okay. General Guthrie, yes. how convinced are we that the initial bombing on our planned pro target of Hiroshima is going to bring about the end of the war? Hiroshima is a major military target. Yes, there will be civilian casualties into several thousands, several hundred thousands. What would you estimate the civilian casualties at Hiroshima to be? At least half a million. At least. Okay. Of civilian casualties. But the military targets that they have in Hiroshima, in my opinion, sir, outweighs the civilian casualties. Okay. We have already relentlessly bombed many of these Japanese cities. We have been firebombing Tokyo for years. We have killed almost 100,000 people there, still no surrender. Um, if this doesn't bring about the end of the surrender, what's going to mean that the bombs will? Hopefully by showing the destructive power of what one bomb can do rather than year-long firebombing, hopefully by showing the power of the atomic bomb, it will, in essence, shock them into surrendering. It will make them even more fearful of us than they already are. If I may put one more option on the table, it has been suggested for a naval blockade around Japan. Um, we have all just enjoyed the fruits of imperialism. Uh, we have all grown from that, and that's probably truer for our country and Japan uh, in recent history more than anything. Um, what if we cut Japan off from the rest of the world? If you isolate Japan, you put a blockade around them, it would still prolong the war, which I believe we should avoid at all possible. I think we should end the war as quickly as possible. While that may get them to surrender over time, you're still talking about potentially years of still being involved in this war. 
years that Russia could spend to continue to expand. Japan, again, we don't know if they're ever going to surrender. They could stay isolated for years. In fact, it was us that brought them out of centuries of isolation. Well, Mr. President, I'm going to have to disagree with that because we did receive some information that uh, Prince Kono, uh, he was the former prime minister, actually wrote to the emperor expressing the fact that he believes defeat is inevitable. So I don't think we're looking at years. I think we might be looking at maybe a year maximum, if that. But I don't think we're looking at years. I think the emperor is seeing the writing on the walls. And I do think given enough time and enough pressure without even a land invasion, I do think the blockade is a good idea. I think the Japanese empire will crumble. After this massive war in the Pacific and everything we've already done, what is the state of their, what can the state of their army be like? That they have this massive defensive force just waiting for us? Well, we know as far as Navy and air power goes, we're going to be vastly superior to them. Their Navy and Air Force is basically crushed. We crushed them in the Pacific through that. As far as their military, though, they're intact. You know, they've been occupying China. They're fully intact. They've probably been building up since the attack on Pearl Harbor, if not before, building up their bases. I think we were looking at an even worse casualty rate than what D-Day was if we launch a amphibious assault. Rebuttal? I can see that we will lose American lives. Absolutely. But like I've said, I think ultimately it's the price that we have to pay in the long run. Uh, I just don't think unleashing these kind of weapons will be beneficial for our country in the long term, uh, let alone for the Japanese in that moment. We also have to realize we know Russia is really building up. We need as many allies as we possibly can get to push back against Russia after this war is over. And if we bomb civilians, will Japan be willing to even consider being friends with our country? Can we trust Russia? Absolutely not. Can we base off a decision off of any trust in Russia? No, not at all, which is why we need as many people as possible to join our side, which is why I don't think dropping the bomb on Japan would build trust with that country. Even though we are at war, we do have to look in the long term. Could we help Japan rebuild after dropping the atomic bombs? Would that be an option to put them under military occupation and help them rebuild? Yes, that is an option to rebuild their country. But do American taxpayers really want to be sending our money overseas to build a country we were just at war with? Or should we actually ally with them, allow them to handle their own affairs, and already have a strong, stable country ready against the fight with Russia? How hard will it be that build? How hard will it be to build that alliance after this war in the Pacific, after continued bombing raids on countless Japanese cities? Again, hundred thousand people are dead in Tokyo already before a single atomic bomb. Where does an alliance come from? I think it comes from the fact, while we don't have to drop the bomb, we can certainly threaten with the bomb. And I think just even a threat might be enough to push them over the edge. So uh, a forced alliance. A forced alliance. A forced alliance is still an alliance. 
Yes. And we know the Japanese are not too friendly with the Russians as it is. They do have a history of fighting each other. And if it's between us or the Russians, I think the Japanese will side with us. The Nazis chose a similar route. I think they would have preferred the same thing. Yes. But will the Japanese respect the threat of the atomic bomb without truly understanding how devastating it is? If our goal is to show off the power of the bomb, do we need to put a city under that bomb? Can we do that in a New Mexico desert? Can that show off the same power? I don't, I don't think so, Mr. President. I don't think the human mind can possibly imagine how destructive this bomb is without some sort of real life demonstration. And I know that sounds harsh for what's going to happen to the Japanese population, but I would just like to remind you, Mr. President, we didn't start the war. And again, how many American lives are worth Japanese citizen lives? If our goal then is to make a symbol of this, then are we getting away from not worrying about this technology getting out, not worrying about these countries showing that we have this technology? Are we more concerned with showing the world, not that we have this technology, but that we're capable and willing to use it? Absolutely. Is that the message we're sending? Looking ahead past World War II, what's going to happen? It's going to be a stare down between us and the Russians. I would prefer the Russians to know the power that we have. But as Americans, we value life. We value human liberty. What message does that send if we are willing to use a weapon of this magnitude on innocent civilians who have nothing really to do with the war? Do we not abandon our principles as a country then if we do something like that? If we continue our current route with a blockade or an invasion of Japan, what civilian loss would we be looking at there? Is there any way forward that could bring about a surrender that's going to result in less amounts of civilian deaths. I think the blockade would be the best way to lower potential civilian deaths. Because at that point, it is still military versus military. There is no land invasion. It is simply a blockade until they crumble. Now, will Japanese civilians suffer from a blockade? Absolutely. But will they be wiped out in an instant? No, they won't. They still have a chance. And if we drop this bomb, we're not giving them a chance. Mr. President, I, I tend to agree. I do think a blockade would save both American lives and Japanese civilian lives. But then it goes back to the question of how quickly do we want to end this war? I do not believe, as my colleague suggested, that the Japanese would surrender in a few months. I believe they would not surrender for years, that this war would continue to be drawn out. And in that time, Russia could continue to expand. And as our time and energy is focused on the east into Japan, they will continue to only get stronger in Europe. But Mr. President, are wars won by destroying women and children? Wars are not won by destroying innocents. No, they are not. And that's the question really before you. These soldiers signed up and they knew what they were going to go fight for. They are putting their lives on the line. While I don't advocate for having more Americans die, they know what they signed up for. Once again, women and children, they didn't sign up for this. If we have this power, 
then eventually it will come out that we have this power. Does it show weakness to not use it? I think, President, Mr. President, it shows leadership to have it and not to use it versus to have it and do what we would think the Russians would do, which is also use the weapon. And are we not better than the filthy communist over in Russia? Well, I'll, of course we are. Of course we are. I don't think we need to debate that. They're filthy. The Russians, if they had this technology and in a similar situation, would use this technology with no debate. I think on a diplomatic and global scale, it makes us look weak. It makes us look afraid to use any means necessary to win the war. The Russians, if they feel like attacking us, will not hesitate to use said power on our cities. I think the only way to deter the Russians is to assure them that if they were to fire nukes at us, we would fire nukes at them, that there would be a mutually assured destruction. That's a mad policy, all right? That is madness. It's absolute madness. But I think if we fire the first shot, we are setting it up for that. But we're setting ourselves up in the position of power. Is sacrificing our values for power, is that American? Very American. <laughs> kind of how I got elected. <laughs> well, Mr. President, that's not the American I believe. My question, mm -hmm. if those are all the options on the table, if we do land on last resort, we do decide to go with this bomb with the goal of their ultimate surrender, what if a day goes by, another day goes by, and they still haven't surrendered? What is the next step? Well, assuming that Russia does end up declaring war on them and they still don't surrender, I think our only other option is to continue using the power of our arsenal. If that includes another atomic bomb, then so be it. Now, Mr. President, don't forget, we don't have a lot of these. Do we want to use these on Japan, an enemy we know is going to lose, eventually going to lose, or do we want to save these for a potential use against the Russians if it comes to that? I think we only have, what, two right now? We, uh, we have two that is weaponized and ready to go. He is correct. Uh, have you seen our defense spending, spending budget? We can always make one. But will we have time? And again, as far as we know, the Russians don't have this technology. As far as we know. Not yet. But well, now we trust the Russians. I'm not saying I trust <laughs> the Russians. I'm sure they're developing their own nuclear weapons, probably stolen from the Nazi scientists that they recovered. Because guess who got to Berlin first? They did. Guess who? what I'm trying to prevent? Them getting to both uh, China and Japan as well. When we do know. All these powers are actively looking for these same types of technologies. They want this power. What happens if they get there first? What happens if we don't show them that we've gotten there first? I think they're going to perceive it as weakness, and I think they'll be more inclined to attack us in the long run if we don't demonstrate the power at our disposal. Mr. President. Just because we have the power doesn't mean we should use it. With great power comes great responsibility. And I think we need to take that serious. The world knows the communists are evil. Do we want to also play into their propaganda 
that a capitalist nation such as ours would also be evil, that we don't care about the little guy. I think we really need to look ahead and see where people are going to fall on that. But if we choose to be the first ones to use that, we have to own that forever. And that is something that I advise you to own. It is the ultimate question. With great power comes great responsibility. It goes back to Machiavelli. Will these ends justify these means? To be determined. You guys have given me a lot to think about, and I hope we've given you guys a lot to think about, too.